0: Hi everyone, this is Bhirtupan here, welcome to the show, I hope you are doing great. Let me introduce my guest today, I am with Preeti Pathak, who is an author and an emotional well-being coach. She has a decade worth of experience as a marketing professional in the corporate industry. At the peak of her career, she chose to take a different path, which is about evolving and self-actualization. She is a disciple of Sri Sri Paramahansa Yogananda. Her interest in esoteric science and laws of the universe inspires her to increase her wisdom and knowledge to assist self and others. She is the founder of Empyrear, which helps people through its curriculum to connect to their inner self through workshops on mindfulness and emotional transformation. She is the author of two books. The first one is 25 Essentials to Happy Living and the second one is Enriched Life. Both these books have got very good reviews from readers across the globe and her book, Enriched Life, was selected by National Book Trust for International Book Fair in Azerbaijan and Colombo 2019. She is the recipient of Litfest Author of the Year 2019 Award. She has been a speaker at Think Literature Festival 2019 and has been a part of the advisory panel for Think Women is Power 2019. She has a degree of Bachelor's in Commerce and Master's in Marketing Management from Mumbai University. She is a Licensed NLP Practitioner certified by Richard Bandler and Alpha Stars Academy. She is also a Certified Advanced Angel Practitioner under the guidance and mentoring of Sangeeta Gupta, certified by Charles and Doreen Virtue. And she is also a Certified Yoga Practitioner from Ananda School of Yoga. Let's hear from her how her life has transformed after taking the spiritual path. I'm excited to talk to her. Let's get started. So hello, ma'am. Thank you for joining. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, B- Hi Bittapan. Thank you so much for having me over. It's my pleasure.
0: Yeah. Same here. So I just wanted to understand, first of all, how has your spiritual journey started? I mean, you were in corporates for quite some time, right? Almost for a decade after that you have moved to spiritual and also please tell me what changes have you seen in your life after moving to the spiritual journey?
1: Um, so to put in one sentence, the last part of your question, uh, life was beautiful. Okay. Life is beautiful, but getting on the path of spirituality and tuning uh, with my guru, life has become beautiful to the power of infinity. So. Um, You know, challenges make us challenges are a part of living, we Mm -hmm. cannot uh, allow those challenges and limited thinking come as an hindrance to stop us from moving ahead in life or achieving what we want to achieve. Mm -hmm. It's just that uh, when you get on the path of spirituality or when you attune and align with your guru. the. way of looking at situation, the approach towards challenges, changes, you are very much calm and centered within and uh, you look things from a broader spectrum. And uh, that helps us uh, regain our physical, mental and emotional equilibrium that helps us uh, being content in ourselves and uh, enhancing our own uh, life each day. Mm -hmm. So this was the second part and to uh, talk about how I came on the journey of uh, spirituality is so um, yeah like you rightly mentioned worked in the corporate world for uh, more than a decade and it's been a metamorphosis from a corporate person to a homemaker and uh, becoming an entrepreneur so um, saying so uh, i always have i've been very ambitious and an aspirational person and um, That yearning desire had always been, even when I was a corporate person, to do something for the people, to do something. Uh, When I say for the people, it means that you do something which is going to be of help to others. There are two ways of looking at uh, things. You know, when you are working and living in your own uh, network, in your own cocoon, I want to do this for myself. I want to make my life enriching. I want to do this for my family, for my people. Uh, Somewhere uh, in me, there was this uh, yearning desire that Even little that I do, I can be that drop in the ocean, which can bring a change in people's life. I guess somewhere that uh, yearning desire, even while I was as a homemaker, so I consciously took a decision not to get back into my corporate life. Uh, When I started my family life and my daughter was uh, very small that time when she was born. And I believe life, you have to enjoy each moment as it comes to the fullest. It is only when we give 100% do we become aware of where we are coming from what we are thinking and what we have to learn from the situations. That helped me evolve as a person. That helped me evolve as a human being. And uh, that took me progressively closer to uh, finding my uh, inner calling. In 2013, I came in uh, alignment with, I found my uh, guru. My guru is uh, Shishi Paramhansi Yogananda. He is a sad guru and uh, from the lineage of uh, Mahavatar Babaji. So, um, you know, when you feel life has given you everything and you achieved it all and then what next? But um, Mm -hmm. you have everything that life has to offer, but you have to progress and you have to evolve. So that yearning desire, that what next, what should I do? And there was this one thing, always have been uh, uh, devotional at heart, very intuitively guided. So um, I once uh, tried my, uh, I took an experience in meditation as a friend told me that, you know why don't you try meditation so i just did that at home by myself and uh, that gave me a lot of peace when just was it? about five ten minutes uh this was uh, way back in 2010 2011 maybe i would okay. say 2011 towards the end and uh, uh i wanted more of it so uh that's when the quest begins that you know we want peace see when you have all the money when you have all the comfort when you have you know, you uh, I wouldn't say money and comfort, but let me put it this way. Every person sets a target to be achieved. They ha- there is a goal to be achieved. And you feel okay, but is this what life is? The materialistic way that we are living in? Mm-hmm. What's next? Okay, we grow and evolve. So that curiosity of uh I would say rather asking the why of everything and the curiosity, what next? Why am I here? What do I have to do, took me closer to with myself. And that got me in line with my guru. I hope I have answered your question.
0: Yes, that's true. But actually, what I have understood is that most people, the youngsters I'm seeing nowadays, many youngsters start their spiritual journey at a very young age. Otherwise, what people used to think is that uh, Spirituality means only about praying to God or sitting in a temple. Uh, that's what even I used to think, okay. And most of the youngsters actually start a spiritual journey after reading a book, which is called The Secret. Okay, uh, where uh-huh. they have explained about the law of attraction and all that is attraction. where they realize there, there is right. something, there is something called internal world also where everything happens because of our thoughts. And that is what, when they start, spiritual journey. I have found this. And for viewers now, for somebody who is watching and who haven't heard about this term called law of attraction before, can you tell us what exactly is this law of attraction and why is it important for them to know about this?
1: So uh, there are two uh, parts I would like to uh, emphasize on. One is like you mentioned right, the, the youngsters, the younger generation getting attracted uh, to uh, the path of spirituality uh, somewhere you know uh, we need to understand uh, the drive uh, or the magnetism to any uh, mm-hmm. reading type of reading do-be-do or mm-hmm. any practice that we follow is determined by uh, our conscious awareness mm-hmm. how much has the soul actually evolved and progressed so a person at the age of 40 or at the age of 60 may also find that it's just that the soul has evolved and progressed at that age soul has no life soul is uh, I mean no age soul is deathless but uh, like you said a 20 year old person or a 30 year old person it's just that that soul has taken birth in a very evolved state so there are a lot of learning that the soul has already come with in this birth time and he continues the journey further on maybe some start at an early age some start at a later age that is the Uh, spiritual or the deeper science learning of it, uh, uh, life science learning of it. Uh, To talk about uh, law of attraction, uh, yes, uh, law of attraction is opposite to the law of magnetism, where opposites attract in law of magnetism. In law of attraction, light attracts light. So the thought that we send out into the universe, the intention that we have, it all depends how strong that intention is that you want to get something or you want to do something, you know, if that intention is strong and it has a positive, uh, association with the positive emotion associated with that, that has to manifest. So this is how the law of universe works mm-hmm. that, uh, you give your intention, you give your thought, you give your hundred percent to it. You are going to attract it. Mm-hmm. So for example, if I am, um, forever if a person is forever in an emotional state of mind and in a depressed frame i would say you know rather depressed feeling sad feeling lonely feeling abandoned he is continuously in that state of mind he his thoughts are governed and influenced by these negative emotion oh i am depressed i am sad i am not happy i was not treated well by this person so you're coming into a victim mode okay your aura and your thoughts, your subconscious mind as well is surrounded with these vibration. Now with this vibration that you're carrying along in your aura, in your mind, you're bound to come in connection and in communication with similar minded people. Mm -hmm. And that's where the law of attraction works. So a person with these negative emotions and low feelings comes in contact with somebody having a similar vibration okay and, and not just people yeah, i think so it's it, it,
0: circumstances right
1: so when you say circumstances so circumstances so your thoughts create that circumstances mm. for you now it is up to you to be in that mindful state and identify and understand the company that i am getting into is that a favorable healthy positive company Basically, a person with low emotions, sad emotions uh, Mm. is carrying around himself, uh, has developed that aura and that vibration, Mm. that magnetic field around him. So he is bound to attract somebody with similar frame of mind, similar Mm. thoughts, similar emotions, similar experiences. And like you mentioned earlier, that it is the circumstances. So it is important to remember that circumstances develop by the thoughts that we create. So if a person gives out an intention that I am clear, I do not want to be in company with a particular person. You've given out that strong uh, uh, intention. So you are going to attract a scenario where this person is going to be out of your radar. That Mm -hmm. is the power of thoughts. So law of attraction and law of power are very, thoughts are closely connected. Mm -hmm. We attract what we think. We attract what we uh, sow.
0: It's like gravity. Just because we believe in gravity or we do not believe in gravity does not mean that it it is not there. So what I understand is that we believe in gravity because we see the impact immediately. If I see something falling down, I am right away seeing it falling down. It means I know something is working on this force. There is a force working on it. But law of attraction is the impact is not immediate. It takes some time.
1: So that's yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Probably that is why we, how, we are that's not able how to the connect. the whole
1: cosmos, the whole universe. Uh. No, so that is uh, how, so uh, we need to understand materialistic things, tangible things, we will see. Intangible is something we experience. So, right. uh, like they say, na, God, uh, God or universe will create a path for us. Mm-hmm. And um, it is uh, important to remember there are always two roads to reach a destination. There's never just one road. Mm-hmm. One which is a simple one. The other is the complicated one. Now, it is, for each person to decide which road I am going to get onto with. So in that journey of reaching the destination with the thoughts that we have, we are going to attract situation. We are going to attract uh, people to us, uh, depending how our frame of mind is depending. And uh, to what you mentioned that the law of attraction is something we, we are not going to physically see like the magnets, but you know, if this is a journey. Life is a journey. I mean, it's not that we've taken birth and we've, become mortal again, immediately, it is, it takes time. So that is what the life journey is all about. So this law of attraction, law of karma, the other important thing is the law of karma, uh, is something which comes to play gradually over a period of time, isn't it? So a child is born, uh, he's a tiny infant, from an infant he becomes a toddler, then a young child, then a kid, then a teenager, then a young adult, than an adult, then a senior person, right? So this is a gradual metamorphosis of age. Similarly, law of attraction or law of karma cannot come to play immediate. But yes, it can depending on how strong your intentions are, one, how uh, uh, pure and clear uh, you are in your thoughts.
0: So you are certified yoga teacher, right? You you have done certification and you also do meditation. So, tell me, how has yoga and meditation helped you?
1: Beautifully. Yoga and meditation both go hand in hand. I have learned uh, I'm a certified yoga practitioner from Ananda Yoga of India. Mm. Uh, This is a branch of Ananda Sangha, India. Mm. And um, the beautiful learning I had of yoga at Ananda Yoga School uh, was that yoga is not about uh, getting into the final posture mm-hmm. it is not about getting that uh, perfect uh, chakrasan or halasana or paschimottanasana <laughs> it is about the journey right that you are getting to the posture because in that journey from the hand movement to the leg movement you are connecting with your core you are connecting with your body you are bringing attention of the mind to the body muscles that are being used mm-hmm. And obviously, the heart is opening up. The heart chakra is opening up. So there is a soul connect. So this gradual movement, it isn't a restorative yoga, I would say. It isn't a hot yoga or a power yoga, as they call it. It takes you into deeper practice of meditation. So the Ananda Yoga is actually meditation in movement. Because every asana that I perform, I'm not going thak-thak. You know, you're standing in Vrikasana, circle your hands up, bring your hands down in uh, Anjali Mudra at the heart center or over the head and, you know, then exit out. No, I am connecting with my breath. So I'm going gradually, slowly. I'm taking a deep inhalation. I am exhaling. I am resting into the asana, holding the asana for long. So when I'm doing that, I'm bringing attention to my breath. I am becoming mindful of the muscles that are being used and I'm enjoying every bit and it's a very gradual movement that becomes meditation in itself for me. So meditation and yoga as a combination is beautiful because it is only when we are meditating on the asana, we are not only drawing the benefit of the asana, but we are healing ourselves. Right. And uh, yes, there, there is the deepest and the best yoga is Kriya Yoga. That is the yoga of the breath. And uh, this is what uh, takes us deeper into our practice of meditation and understanding um, our lives, the purpose of our lives. And meditation, to uh, just speak a little about it, what is it? In that it is observing the self. We are. Um, it is um, calming the thoughts, interiorizing, and then you are getting expanded you're getting expanded in your thoughts you're getting deeper in your meditation practices so it's a deeper vision deeper understanding that you get so
0: i have got it a lot is of a beautiful uh,
1: amalgamation <laughs> do you practice do you practice meditation yourself
0: i do yes from the last one year i have been doing uh, okay. if i have to tell you in one word then it is again beautiful i cannot really say in words Uh, It is like if somebody, for somebody who, uh, let's say, who drinks, who take drugs, okay, if you ask him, how is it like to take drugs, that person cannot explain to you how is it like to take drugs. The person has to actually take drugs to believe it and understand how it feels. The same with meditation. I can tell them that it is beautiful, but they have to do it by themselves to understand its impact. And that's what I can say. that One
1: is do it and second is being content uh, content consistent exactly. with it you know
0: ah one more important thing is and, that you don't and, see and, anything immediately it takes time to see the benefits
1: i was i was i was i was mm. about to add to that that mm. uh, consistent to see good result right. it takes a lot of time for the simple reason why does the benefit of uh, meditation so immediately we are going to, there is an immediate understanding mm. we feel calm we feel relaxed all the tension or stress is dissipated but then again, when we are in the outside world, when we are interaction in interaction with people, we start getting jittery. We start getting hassle, mm. isn't it? Yeah. So, a consistent practice of meditation mm. starts helping us to interiorize more, stay in our core, stay centered, stay calm, whatever uh, be the situation.
0: Right, right. So, let's talk about your book, uh, Twenty Five Essentials to a Happy Living. That that was That's the first awesome. book, right? Yes. Okay. So before I even ask you what is a, I uh, I mean, tell about essentials. I want for, for the viewers who think that, you know, happiness is all about money. There are a lot of people, including me, because uh, when a couple of years back, we were being programmed in schools and by society that money equals happiness, which is not. So first Can of it. all, I want you to this tell me good. what exactly is happiness? What do you mean by happiness in your book? And then talk about the top three essentials from your book.
1: All right. Happiness to put in one sentence is a state of mind. Mm -hmm. So if you believe you are happy, you will always be happy. Mm -hmm. But if you believe that, no, I have problem A, I have problem Z, I have problem of my work, I have problem of earning money, I have problem of my household, then they're going to be problem. But if you so, in this situation, if you change the attitude, that all these things which I listed as problem as an individual, be it home, be it work, be it relationship. They are a part of our life. They are part and parcel. They can never be banished away. So if one wants to be away from that, then one has to go to the Himalayas, stay there and not be connected with anybody. Right? No, but where we are living, we are connected with people. We are society breeds. We need human interaction. Isn't it? So happiness is the attitude that you develop in your heart, in your mind and the way you handle that. Right. Having said that, uh, the biggest uh, key that I uh, uh, learned when I came on my path of uh, spirituality is that it, spirituality is a path of self-realization. Mm-hmm. So I realized, uh, you know, like we were discussing about meditation, when we are meditating and after meditation, mudra mein hai, we are calm, we are poised, we are at peace. But then cut to the reality. There is some critis- critical conversation happening. There is. Uh, uh, angry emotion being uh, poured by someone. There is uh, an anger evolving in me, you know, why did this person behave in this? So there was a conflict happening in me at the one part of Preeti, one Preeti, not one part, one Preeti was very calm, very composed and at peace and wants to interact with everybody in a very peaceful manner. But the other Preeti, when she comes in interaction with people, For some reason, she's either insecure or she is getting angry. She's getting emotional. And this conflict got me thinking, why is this happening? I am practicing meditation. I am doing Kriya Yoga. Where is the problem coming from? And I realized that it is not people. It is not situations that are making these emotions go volatile in me. Across. They are in me. And the ability to handle those emotions and stay in a calm state is in my hand. Hence, the book 25 Essentials took form where I closely started looking at every emotion, every attitude, every behavioral pattern, and I compiled them all together to bring it out to the world that living life is as simple as mastering your own emotions, your own attitude, instead of blaming people and the situations. That's how it took birth. In 2017, we launched uh, the book uh, at Pune International Literary Festival. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm blessed. Uh, People are sending me good feedbacks. They are happy reading the book. Uh, They say it's a simple language, very lucid, very easy to understand. It's not very philosophical or theoretical, uh, you know, which are to do with self. And that was my objective. To bring it out, the simple sciences. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, in fact, in the book, there are uh, chapters and one of the chapters is on money. Like you rightly said, money is significant in our lives. I mean, uh, we all need money for our uh, well-being. But it is important to answer how much is too much or how much is it that I want? Right. Right.
0: Then what about your other book, Enrich Life? So what does that book? Okay,
1: say? and sorry, sorry, you had sorry, you had one more question. Is um, let me just complete that bit uh, The three chap, three ah, essentials. Top, uh, yes. So uh, yes, uh, uh, the top three essentials for happy living, I would say, is love, quoted with un- unconditional love. Unconditional. Uh, yeah, uh, insecurity, and being possessive. So these are the three chapters that I'm, I mentioned about uh, in the books. But yes, uh, if we get deeper into thinking um, and these all originate from fear. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. so so, I just mentioned about the titles of the books that uh, we all need, uh, which control us to a very large level. While there are many other uh, emotions, but you asked what is it important that mm-hmm. happiness can be defined with, right? So mm-hmm. one is love. Second is let go insecurity. Okay. Third is let go possessive nature because mm. all these come with fear. Mm. So when we live without fear, gets taken care of, and then you become happy.
0: Do you have and a chapter about surrender also? Oh, I just talked about, <laughs> surgery, but about surrender. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. There is a chapter which talks about uh, conscious, subconscious, and superconscious living. There is a chapter on uh, meditation in the modern age, uh, and there is another on karma. Now, these chapters, uh, in their satral way, uh, talk about surrender. Surrender not to the problem, surrender not to the situation, but surrender to that one force that you have faith in, knowing that that force, that higher intelligence is there with you. That higher intelligence is taking care of you, whatever be the situation.
0: So, what about your other book, Enrich Life? What can readers expect?
1: Yes. Yeah, so Enrich Life is a 20 day magical journey. I okay. call it as magical because uh, you read uh, each chapter for a day. Again, like uh, 25 Essentials to Happy Living, Enrich Life has been also regarded as an essentially uh, required coffee table book or a bedside book where and it's a go to book uh, is the feedback I receive from people where you know, they take every chapter, they read, they understand, they imbibe. So uh, this book talks about uh, 19 different aspects of the self. Enrich Life uh, is a 20 day magical journey of 19 different aspects of the self encompassing from self love, self discipline, Self-indulgence, self-counseling, self-development, self-realization. So what the book is talking self-courage, self-confidence. So what the book is talking about is what we look as a validation from outside, from other people. We need to take stock and the reins of our life in our hands mm-hmm. and love ourselves. We need to become confident in ourselves we have that power in us to make ourselves courageous. So it takes the readers through a journey, through, uh, you know, it encourages them to maintain a journal. So it has a very interactive journalistic approach where you pen down your thoughts for the questions that are listed in the books. And then you introspect, you reminence on those and see how you can bring about an alignment in your life. So somebody who is uh, having issues with courage, okay, and um, is all, of course, getting support from outside also. But one thing happens, in fact, it is necessary to do it from you you motivate but willpower the person cannot cross the bridge. So what I'm trying to say is, the book drives them to connect with themselves. So there are introspective, list of introspective questions that how did I react in the situations? What should I have done? How should I have done? Mm -hmm. So these plethora of questions brings to the reader's uh, understanding what was it, an awareness of what was it that was lagging and what is it that I could have done and what must I now do to bring about that improvement, so I become courageous. And the book has a list of tips and uh, suggestions uh, that must be practiced on a daily basis to connect with that quality within. Enrich Life um, also uh, has affirmations listed at the end of every chapter. Mm. Now, I'm sure everybody uh, must be aware what affirmations are and the power that affirmations have. Uh, these are positive uh, thoughts positive intentions which are giving we are giving to our subconscious mind mm. so it encourages uh, uh, the readers to say the affirmation uh, each day for preferably for uh, 21 days one affirmation but since we are starting with it we take one affirmation one chapter for one day mm. keep on saying that keep on affirming that and believing in that So this is working at a subconscious level where the hardwired mind, which is infested with fearful or negative thoughts is being replaced with the positive intentions that we are giving to the mind. So the affirmations are across for related to discipline, related to self-love, related to self-courage, self-confidence, even self-development across for all the 19 chapters. Mm
0: So you said that, you know, you have to keep on doing the affirmation for one complete day. So you are emphasizing on repetition because the subconscious mind gets impacted through repetition a lot, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So uh, the book also explains how affirmations should be done. Mm -hmm. So first we say uh, the affirmations loudly. Then we are going little three times. We say loudly. Then we are three times. You are saying soft. Then we are going softer. And then we are saying in our mind. So we are not only working at the subconscious mind, but we are also working on the aura, on our body vibrations. I mean, every everything is energy and everything has a vibration. Mm-hmm. So what we are saying is all the activities that we do has a vibration. So it is from outside going in, interiorizing and safe through the day. Mm-hmm. So the results are seen.
0: Okay. And let's talk about your uh, Imperial. You are the founder of Imperial. So what exactly Imperial yeah. do? What services do you provide?
1: Imperial means from connecting with the highest uh, celestial, connecting with your uh, inner power. The uh, objective and the vision of Imperial is, uh, again, to reach out to people through my services of mindfulness, through my curriculum and the teaching that I do, and uh, which are a branch of from uh, the books that I write and the future uh, concepts that are developed. I'm developing up on uh, the core focus is on the four broad pillars, which I call them the four A's. This is uh, awareness, acceptance, action plan and ameliorate. So okay. developed. Um, so, you know, through the uh, spiritual modalities and through yoga, meditation, uh, helping people uh, connect with themselves. So being a, uh, Certified uh, coach, uh, I do uh, counseling, I do coaching sessions one-on-one and I conduct workshops for emotional uh, well-being. Mindfulness with emotion.
0: All right. So before I la- ask my last question, I mean, this is my last question. Any certainly any words of wisdom for the viewers? Any last message that you want to give?
1: Yeah. Last message would be, uh, it's never too late. And life is a beautiful journey. Life is beautiful. It is in your hands. How to make it more enriching and more beautiful? Just stay positive. Just stay happy. And in that journey, you collect people with you. With people, we grow, we enhance ourselves and our lives. Business, profession, money, everything comes by the virtue of clear consciousness. That's
0: all right. Okay, ma'am. It was really great talking to you. And I think viewers will get a lot of wisdom from your uh, talk. And uh, it's my pleasure
1: now. to be here. Thank you so much, Bhutupan. Thanks, again.
0: Thank you, ma'am. Thank bye
1: you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye thank bye. Thanks for having me over.
0: My pleasure.